Welcome to Ryan and Cece's Mysteries, a podcast made by kids for kids who love solving mysteries. Every episode, Ryan and Cece will be called upon to solve a mystery that you can solve along with them. You'll meet the suspects, hear the stories, and collect the evidence. At the end, see if you can help Ryan and Cece to figure out who committed the crime. of the Pumpkin Patch Prankster. Hey, Cece, we got a letter. Ooh, a letter. Let's hear what the letter has to say. Dear Ryan and Cece, Hey, kiddos. First, let me just take a second to say happy fall, y'all. This is the absolute best time of year, isn't it? The weather gets cooler. There are so many fun activities planned, and there are pumpkins everywhere. I'm a little obsessed with pumpkins, you'll learn. Pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin pie, pumpkin-shaped cookies, Really, all the things pumpkin-related are my jam. Oh, right, even pumpkin jam. The love of pumpkins has been passed down to me from my parents. I grew up on the pumpkin farm my parents ran, and they handed it down to me when they retired. I know everything there is to know about pumpkins. I'll be happy to give you a crash course in pumpkin history if you'd like. Just let me know what time is good for you. Wait, I'm getting off track. I'm writing to you because something very suspicious happened in my pumpkin patch, and I can't really explain it. The pumpkin crop is ready to go for the season, and I have a sort of ceremonial first pumpkin of the year dinner party with my family every year. Every course has pumpkin in it in some way. It's really fun getting creative with pumpkins. I don't know if I've mentioned it already or not, but pumpkins are extraordinarily versatile. You can put them in desserts, of course, but they can also be used in savory dishes. Oh man, I'm getting off track again. Here's the thing. I cut open the first pumpkin and I couldn't believe my eyes. The inside of the pumpkin was not the usual bright orange with white seeds, but a very strange looking dark red color. It looked like the pumpkin was bleeding. I was horrified. I assumed something had gone wrong with that particular pumpkin, so I grabbed another. And would you believe it, it was dark red also. No one wants a red pumpkin pie. That's absolutely un-American. I can only assume the entire crop looks the same, and I can't exactly cut all of them open to check because no one wants to buy a cut-open pumpkin. I don't know if I'm jumping to conclusions by saying someone must have done something to mess with my crop but that's what I'm hoping you can help me with. Can you investigate and see if you can figure out what in tarnation happened here? We are kind of isolated out here, so there aren't many people I would suspect could be involved. 
But I'll tell you everything I know. Sven Lagerfield runs the farm next to mine. He grows rhubarb, and he's always been very cordial to me. But maybe he saw something that could help? Then there's Agatha Applegate, who owns the apple orchard on the other side of me. She gets a little competitive this time of year because she thinks apple pie should be the star of Thanksgiving. But it feels like a stretch to say she would sabotage my crops. But still, worth checking her out. My apprentice, Millie Rotherton, will probably be able to teach you everything you want to know about pumpkins. Oh, wait, that's not why you all are here. She knows a lot about pumpkins, of course. I've taught her well. But she spends a lot of her time on the farm with me and may have some ideas about what happened. Finally, you may want to check in with my brother, Chaz. Chaz lives in the city and has a high-paying finance job. But we grew up here together. He knows about as much as I do about pumpkins, so he may have some thoughts on what could have happened. I really hope you can help, kids. Fall just won't be the same without pumpkins. Sincerely, Patricia, the Pumpkin Princess. So what do you think, Cece? Should we take the case? Yeah! Let's go solve a mystery! I wouldn't mind learning more about pumpkin history. We have more important things to do, Cece. You're right. Maybe later. Let's talk about our suspects. First, there's Sven Lagerfield, the rhubarb farmer. Sven's farm is directly next to the pumpkin patch, so he would have been able to access the patch easily. But Patricia said they had a good relationship. Would he have had a reason to want to sabotage the pumpkin crop? Next, there's Agatha Applegate, the owner of the apple orchard. Patricia said that Agatha can get competitive during the fall season. So maybe she was just trying to make sure her apples were the star of the pie party. Then there's Millie Rotherton, Patricia's apprentice. Millie knows a lot about pumpkins. Plus, she has the most access to the patch. But why would she want to ruin the pumpkin crop this year? And finally, there's Chaz, Patricia's brother. Chaz grew up on the farm and knows the business as well as Patricia does. Would he have had a reason to want to ruin this year's pumpkins? Oh man, do you think the other farmers are going to try to teach us about rhubarbs and apples? It might be more interesting than you think. Let's go meet Sven. Hello, kids. Do you like the movie Frozen? I grew up in Arendelle, where that story takes place. I know kids love the snowman Olaf. 
Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> Anywho, you are here to learn about the rhubarb, yeah? Uh, rhubarb is the superior fruit, but it doesn't seem to be popular here yet. <laughs> I'm going to change all of that. Rhubarb is going to be the new eat fruit in the US. Beyonce is going to talk about how much she loves it all over the MTVs. <laughs> it has a very pleasing color, flavor, and smell. Maybe rhubarb will be the fruit that everyone eats at St. Valentine's Day because it is beautiful and red and it feels like love. I know pumpkin is the king of the Thanksgiving. I heard about the pumpkins of Patricia being red like rhubarbs and I thought, oh, very lucky to have pumpkins that look like rhubarbs because rhubarbs are very nice. But then I realized that Patricia doesn't want the pumpkins to be red. So I'm feeling very sorry for the Patricia about the pumpkins. But also maybe this could be a good thing because maybe people will want to try rhubarb pie this year, yeah? If they can't have pumpkin pie? I don't know. Now I'm thinking that maybe I have made myself sound suspicious because I will benefit from the pumpkin not being normal. Uh, I am not suspicious and I would like for you to not suspect me. I hope that you will take this rhubarb as a gift and will believe me and love my rhubarb and love me and anyway, have a good day! I don't even know what to say right now. We either just got a ton of clues or no clues at all. Are you eating the rhubarb? It's very good, and it's such a pretty color. Let's go meet Agatha next. Ah, the pumpkin princess sent you, did she? Pumpkins have no place in royalty. Here we have an apple aristocracy. I get that pumpkins get the spotlight for a couple months out of the year, and that's fine. Apples are consumed during the fall as well, and guess what? During the rest of the year also. You've heard the phrase, as American as apple pie, right? Apples are the go-to fruit for pies in this country. So, I let Patricia have her little fall pumpkin obsession. I don't really care. I still sell a ton of apples for pies during the season. And honestly, I don't think more people would eat apple pie if they couldn't have pumpkin pie. I think most people seem to just have both during the season. It's a very gluttonous time of the year, you know. It's why everyone's happy to pull out the sweaters and cover up more so no one knows how much pie you're eating. <laughs> it wouldn't really benefit me personally to do anything to the pumpkins. They'd probably just have apple pie and a different kind of dessert if they couldn't get pumpkins. Also, I don't know if Patricia hasn't had the thought yet, but Red Pumpkin sounds pretty awesome. It's spooky season, and carving pumpkins that look like they're bleeding would be a real party pleaser. I don't know why she's getting all upset about this. She could be sitting on a gold mine without realizing it. Just my two cents, of course. But maybe pass on that message from me to old Patricia. I wish you luck in figuring out what happened. Mm -hmm. 
That's not a bad point at all. I know. Sounds like a way to make a spooky season even spookier. Let's go see what Millie can tell us. Everyone thinks this is some kind of big joke. Pumpkins are a really important part of this season, and I don't appreciate everyone making light of what happened. I've been monitoring the pumpkins each and every day to ensure they have the proper nutrients, sunlight, and water. And I just can't imagine how this happened right under my nose. Do you really think someone is going to want to eat red pumpkin pie? That's disgusting. <laughs> and who wants to drink a pumpkin spice latte that looks like a cup filled with blood? <laughs> Pumpkins are meant to be bright, cheery, and fun. We carve funny faces into them and make pie and make everyone happy. They are meant to be gory like the rest of Halloween. Oh, I thought that rivalry between Patricia and Agatha was just a joke, but I can see her doing something to our patch. She always wants to be the star. Even though we only have this season, she hates coming in second. I'm depressed and I'd like to be left alone. Maybe I can research ways for humans to hibernate through autumn and winter. Surely someone's thought of that before. Let me know if you figure out a way to reverse the damage that was done here. Yikes, what a pumpkin obsessed party pooper. She was passionate about the pumpkins, that's for sure. I can't imagine why she would have anything to do with this. Right, she pointed her finger at Agatha. Let's see if Chaz has similar ideas. Bro, I don't have time for pumpkin drama. Do you know how hot the market is now? Sell, sell, sorry. I've got a client on the line in my Bluetooth earpiece. I can't afford to miss anything. So what's this about? The pumpkins are red? Who cares? People could eat red pumpkin pie. I understand why this even matters. I left a pumpkin farm a long time ago and I'm not about to go back now. My life is amazing, bro. Clients take me out to dinner at five-star restaurants like seven nights a week. I don't have to even look at pumpkins anymore. I'm so happy my parents decided to give the farm to Patricia instead of me. I was obviously the natural choice, being the oldest and, you know, the man. But Patricia was obsessed with the pumpkins from birth. So yeah, I guess it stung a little bit that they gave it to her, but I understood it. And honestly, I didn't want it. The city was calling, and I wasn't cut out for the country life. I don't have the time for this, and I definitely don't have the interest in it. Bye, kids. No, not bye. I was saying goodbye. Ugh, you kids have to go now. <laughs> to fall far from the tree on this one or at least the pumpkin does pumpkins don't grow on trees 
See, you learned something on this case after all. Let's go talk about everything else we've learned and see if we can solve the case. All right, we have all the evidence and we've heard from all the suspects. Ryan and Cece will be trying to work out who it is. Do you know who the pumpkin patch prankster is? Think about who you think it might be and then join us for part two when we find out who is the pumpkin patch prankster. <laughs>